Hi there. Welcome to Finding Space with Alex Tyson, the show that celebrates the everyday legends who put in the hard work to become who they want to be and live the life they want to live. For people who understand that when we practice compassion and find wisdom within ourselves, we find success and happiness. Join me in hearing amazing stories from everyday individuals who have found incredible personal and professional growth through varied and, at times, wild methods of self-improvement and self-responsibility. And through their unique perspectives and work, have gone on to better the lives of those around them. From nurturing health to growing your wealth or enjoying the present to crafting your future, no aspect of life is off topic. And hey guys, just a quick note that we recorded this podcast before we rebranded our company from iHealth Saunas to Found Space. So if you hear any references of iHealth Saunas, that's why. Today, I'm sweating it out with Michaela Sparrow. Michaela is a qualified naturopath, clinical nutritionist, and certified anti-aging practitioner. Michaela's work tackles how aging affects the body and what we can do about it. Being a naturopath, she has a holistic view on health, which means looking at the whole person and how all the body systems interact. Michaela runs a successful naturopathy clinic in Newcastle, seeing clients with many chronic health conditions, most of these stemming from stress and trauma. She utilizes herbal medicine, nutrition, supplementation, exercise, and lifestyle interventions to target the underlying cause of disease, illness, and aging. In this podcast, we cover managing stress, the effects phones play in stress, the benefits of physical exercise for anti-aging, B12 injections, genetic testing, living on the ketogenic diet, Michaela's own daily anti-aging routine, and much more. Michaela has a really good focus on doing what we can do to be healthy without getting to the point of stressing ourselves out by trying to do 100 different things, of which I am certainly guilty. So I really loved her approach to general health and wellness. We cover a lot of ground in this podcast, and I hope you find it enjoyable and a good learning experience. And so I give you Michaela Sparrow. Thanks for coming on the podcast. No worries. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a nice and intimate one. Normally, we're in the in a bigger yeah, sauna, so this is one. Yeah. This is cool. Yeah. Um, That's mine. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to? Is that on silent? Just airplane mode. Airplane. Yeah. Perfect. And we've got some nice tea in here too, which is a nice uh, addition. Yeah, it's actually a really good ice. This one. <laughs> Um, Have you got yours? Yeah, yeah, I'll try. I'll do some of that. So I always like to start the, uh, the podcast with um, a question. Given we're in a sauna, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna do this because it looks better. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, what's the sweatiest moment you've ever experienced? Um, Hottest, sweatiest moment. Well, you asked me this question. I had to think about it for a while, oh. but it would have been. I was in Guatemala in. There's like a there's like an active volcano volcano outside of Guatemala City that we climbed. Mm. So we were like hiking this volcano. It was really humid, and like you're literally wa- watching like lava flow down beside you. So that would have been the hottest. Were you sweating? Well, yes, and I was also wearing jeans. Like we had to wear jeans in case we fell over. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yes, it was very hot, very, but you know, like that really muggy, unpleasant hot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that Sticky. would be, yeah, that's definitely the hottest I've ever been, other than being in a sauna. Yeah. 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 You're not wearing jeans in a sauna though. No, no. We once had a guy who, um, he wanted to cut weight for a, like a muscle comp. And so he got in the sauna in like a, it was like a rubber suit. It wasn't like a wetsuit. It was like, like. There was nothing getting out. 
And then he was just like sweating into that. And oh. then, yeah, he lost like like almost a kilo Jesus. just in like a 45-minute session. It's crazy. But he was also not drinking any water. <laughs> that would have felt very, very unpleasant. It just would have been horrible. Yeah, gross. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Pooling, sweat pooling around in your rubber suit. Ugh. Yeah. All of those toxins that you got out just sitting Shit, on your man. skin. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. Um, <laughs> so I've been lucky today because you've taken me a tour through your house and it's really cool. I love seeing people who are so focused on like looking after themselves. Yeah. And I mean, like where did that come from? You, you don't you didn't just wake up one morning and think, I'm going to change all the globes in my house and I'm going to put a water filter in and, you know. Yeah, like super organic process. Always, well, from a very young age, have been obsessed with like, you know, nutrition and how like our bodies work. Like this, I always liked science. But then from about 12, I was like, I had anxiety, but I would I would lay awake and I'd terrified about my parents getting old my grandparents getting old watching them like my grandpa had like a pacemaker put in his heart and his body it half hang out of his body for like 30 years you know what I mean like so my grand my one pop died of dementia complications from dementia so seeing all these things with aging and like I just I didn't understand how and like death, these horrible ways of dying how I couldn't understand how people just accepted it Mm. And I didn't want to accept it. So, obviously, like, I was, like, as a teenager, like, very health conscious, but only for aesthetic reasons. Um, I did a lot of partying and drinking in my late teens and early 20s. And then when I discovered naturopathy, it was just like a like a light bulb moment. Mm. And looking at that holistic way of living. So, it's just been gradual, you know, like... You see all these people on online and on Instagram, and they're like living these ultra healthy lives, and it gets really overwhelming because you're like, oh, you know, like how can anyone be that perfect? Even I'm not that perfect. Like we, I make a point of like leaving like an eighty twenty rule, mm. you know, so you bad twenty percent of the time because you can be. So as far as the longevity house, well, I don't know. I think I was just like, I think I was walking, and I just got the idea. I was like, we're buying this house. It's our house. We've only ever rented. Like, why don't we make it the healthiest house we can and show people? Because as I haven't seen anything out there, you know, like all the all the different information I would give my clients as far as ways to improve their health by adding like plants in the house or water filters and stuff. There was no like one spot where you could go and like look at all the things you can do in your house. Mm. Um, yeah. So as soon as we got the house, I was like, this is what I'm doing. Mm. You know, and it just ties in perfectly with the rest of my business, yeah. I think yeah. people also think it's quite hard. Yeah. To, you know. Uh, yeah. Like, like, you, like you said, you see on Instagram, there's all these people, they're like doing these sexy workouts in their some room in their house and it's all kitted out and it's like, well, my house doesn't look like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> some old yeah. carpet on the floor. Yeah, and, and you're like, you're wearing your fancy workout clothes, like you know, oh. I've got my husband's old T-shirt and <laughs> boxer shorts, you know. Yeah. Like, and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be hard. You don't have to be perfect. And the good thing about, like, making your house healthy is you can come home and sit on your lounge and watch TV mm. and reduce some of the impacts of living in a house mm. you know will have on your body and improve your health like mm. you don't obviously i don't advocate just being a lazy couch potato but you don't have to be this person that you know 
only eats pure organic, you know, grass-fed, kale. 10 kilometer away <laughs> kale and things like we're going to want to eat naughty foods and we're going to want to have that balance. Mm. I think if you get obsessive with being super healthy, then that creates stress mm. and stress is the biggest cause of aging and age-related disease. So, mm. yeah. Um, like, do you see, like, what's the general consensus of how stressed people are at the moment? Like Horrific. Yeah. Yeah, like terrible. 95% of my clients come in for health issues not realizing that the cause of their health issue is stress mm. yeah so when we look at if i have a client that has like high blood pressure high cholesterol fatty liver disease they're working 80 hours a week they have high crp and homocysteine levels levels which are markers for like inflammation and you're like well you give all these tablets give all these things but you're not if you don't address that stress mm. You know, it sh stress shuts down liver function. It sh damages your microbiome. It reduces the amount of nutrients you can absorb. It puts your body into a, like a state of where you create too much cortisol for too long and then you don't produce any at all mm. and you crash and burn. It dampens your immune system. It's like, you know, it's bad. And I think definitely with these like really chronic age-related diseases, Stress plays a big factor. Mm. Cardiovascular disease, mm. for sure. Diabetes, mm. yeah, those mm. kind of things, yeah. I mean, it's just a part of our world now. Yeah. You know, I was in China recently and over there you don't get social media on your phone. And, yeah, I mean, you don't get a lot of things, but <laughs> yeah, social media is one of them. And I was there for longer than I normally am. Normally I'm there for just like a couple of days, but I was there for like four or five days. Yeah. And you realise how you know, whenever you look at your phone, especially if you're going on the socials, you, you realize how much you do that when you can't do it. And then you've, I was like grabbing my phone out and I'm like going onto Instagram and I'm like, what am I doing? Like it was automatic. Yeah, yeah. And then what I realized when I, I went back into Hong Kong and when you go back into Hong Kong after being in China for a few days, it's mm. like, oh, the normal world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I was in back in Hong Kong and I noticed, I was like, oh, Instagram will work now and so I I go to open up Instagram and as I opened it and it loaded I was I was really aware because I was meditating mm. a fair bit at that point I just noticed how all, all the things that were going in my head as it was loading were all negative things mm -hmm. like in a photo came up and I was just like oh that thing and then like yeah. this whole trigger went on in my mind and it just put me back in this state that I was in before I was uh, in China and before I was away from yeah. social media yeah and then since that moment, I just realized how much just the phone is like, that is just a stressful thing. Yes. You know what I mean? 100%, like, yeah. like whenever you're looking at your phone, it's very often not, well, most of the time it's not good. It's, it's, it's irregular that it's like good news coming from there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that person's doing that thing, or I didn't do this, or there's this email, or there's that notification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, man. And so we've just got these like stress conducers in our pockets that we're just always looking at now. 100%. And, you know, like you said with the lights earlier, you know, the, the Australian government's going around and giving away free LED lights to put in the home. And you said, um, you know, and if we all do that in 20, 30 years, we're going to see massive rates of mm -hmm. suicide and, mm -hmm. and depression um, because of all this unnatural mm -hmm. light. And it's the same thing now, like you, you're saying, there's, there's all this stress in Australia. Everyone's stressed mm -hmm. out. And I think the phone's a big part of that. 100%. And it's all happening kind of at the same time. Yeah. There's no break. There's no... And, you know, like when we look at like strategies for increasing longevity and 
um, there's something called a telomere, yeah? Mm. And it's like on the it's like a cap on the end of your chromosome. The longer it is, the longer you live for, basically. And stress shortens that. But they found that mindfulness helps let, reduce the, mm. the shortening of those. So if you're on your phone all the time, well, there's no mindfulness. There's mm. no, like, just nothing, you know, just sitting and nothing. You have that constant, your nervous system is constantly overloaded. Yeah, there's no break. Plus, you're getting... On social media and, like, when you're swiping, you're getting little hits of dopamine. That has the same effect on your brain as doing a line of cocaine. So you're literally, line of cocaine, line of, you know what I mean? Like, you're having that effect on your brain where you mm. get to the point where you don't make dopamine anymore because mm. your brain's like, ah, I don't, can't do it anymore. Dopamine is a motivation chemical. So, you know, and, and for depression and anxiety, you just, people become unmotivated. You know, you see all these young people that, well, their goal is to be insta-famous mm. because, well, it's easy, isn't it? <laughs> Sit on your butt and take some photos and, you know, like it's take like total, <laughs> to, yeah, exactly, like total lack of motivation. But why? Because mm. we're not making those motivation, my foot's going numb here, yeah. um, motivation hormones. So it's it's concerning. I, I'm a, I have a huge problem with it, you know, mm. like, and I'm like the biggest advocate for this stuff, but I do... It's something called the death scroll, mm. where you don't even realise, and you're just eh, scrolling, 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 yeah. scrolling. You're like, I'm not even looking. And then, yeah, you're comparing your life. Mm. No one is posting the crappy parts of their life, are yeah. they? You know, yeah. you're just comparing your life to anything that's not real. Yeah, it's crazy. I actually thought about that once. I, um, you know, everything I do is try and make it honest and, and real. And, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, my story every day is just like a salad. <laughs> it's the same salad every day. Yeah, yeah. Because for me, that's real life. Like, it's that's, yeah. that's that's what I'm doing. Yeah. But I was thinking once, like, and I'm sure there is such a thing of, like, an Instagram account, which is just photos of, like, boring, or not boring, but, like, real life stuff. Yeah. You know, but then it just wouldn't have any followers. No. And you'd never be able to, like, no one would follow you or you'd never be able to find one that has that because... It's not like Instagram isn't geared in a way no. to get more people to follow Exactly, yeah. it's just boring, uninspiring, not yeah. exciting to look at. If you want to make money on it, like I have a private Instagram and all it is is bulldogs. Yeah. Like <laughs> no one's following my bulldog Instagram or like, you know, the things me and my husband do together. No one really cares. Like they want, but obviously for me, I'm sharing like a lot of information. But yeah, yeah you do. You want bright, pretty colors. You want mm. things to inspire you mm. or to despire you. Is that a word? Yeah, uninspire. <laughs> uninspire. Yeah. Despiral. Like Despiral. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's a new word. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, there's gonna be there's gonna be some things, especially for for the younger generation of being addicted. Like when I was a teenager, all we had was MSN. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like social. MySpace didn't come out until I was like 19 years yeah, old. Yeah. So I didn't grow up with my brain developing with. You yeah. know, like how many kids are going to be addicted to cocaine and drugs and yeah. like gambling and like things to get you high, you know what I mean? To give mm. you that hit. Yeah, mm. it's freaky. Well, they're addicted to their phones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, take it away. What will happen? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm actually going away next year. Um, I'm doing a fast, long fast. And um, I've been getting everyone at work ready. Like, I'm not going to be looking at my phone very yeah. much. Yeah. You know, and I'm actually excited to go for periods of days without even looking at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Even just looking at this thing now, I'm just like, I don't want to go in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like there's a, just a bunch of stuff. But your brain's like, do it. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we went away at the start of the year and I had 10 days. I was like, no, eat both of us, no, nothing. And it was wonderful. You, I think you need that. I think like every mm. couple of months, mm. a good week off. Yeah. 
you know. And you're like, you didn't, I didn't miss out on anything. I literally, nothing had changed. I did, you know, like. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think it, they're also so addictive because, like, you don't realise that they're addictive. Like, I think the most addictive yeah. stuff, like, like sugar is obviously super Yeah, exactly. Addictive. You yeah. don't realise that you're addicted to it. Yeah, But totally. it's just, you're just doing it yeah. all the time. And, yeah. Um, I think that's the same thing with phones. Like, you don't, I didn't realise how programmed I was mm. to be looking, like, opening up certain apps without even thinking until I was in China and at that moment I was like, yeah. I'm, like, doing this, I can't, it, it won't even load and yeah. I'm, I'm in the app. Yeah. You know? I've been oh. here for two days, I'm still doing this. <laughs> I've done, this is really embarrassing, where you're mm. reading a book and you're, like, swiping the page, like, why is this page not moving? <laughs> what is happening? And then you're like, oh, my God, I'm reading a book, a physical book. So oh, that's, that's pretty, hilarious. It's pretty sad. But here's the thing about phones mm. that most people don't know yes you know like you've got you it's the blue light we talked about the blue lights that is really bad for skin aging so mm. if you're worried about wrinkles mm. and you're on your phone or your computer all day mm. it's it's causing cellular damage like the sun does without the cancer part so it's spinning up wrinkles we don't want that well i don't want and, that uh, i don't yeah. want yeah yeah who well who wants wrinkles yeah. like, we want to look yeah we want to look young for a long time so that's why I'm excited about those screens. But that's a good way of, like, really motivating people to get off, have yeah. a break. Like, I mean, the damage is, like, I, I didn't even know that. I find that fascinating and it doesn't surprise me because it's unnatural. I, yeah. I always think, like, is it natural? No. Well, it's probably not going to be doing something good yeah. for me and yeah. staring at a screen is not natural. But, I mean, that's just the start of staring at a screen, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> everything that that does um, after that, especially if you're on it at night time, you're putting the mm. screen down and you're just wide awake yeah. and like you're not sleeping well and you're getting anxious and it's just like this snowball effect just from using a bloody yeah. screen. So yes. uh, So what is, uh, y you've got a few routines and things. We made some beautiful tea earlier. Yes. Um, which if anyone wants to see, they should go on YouTube. But um, <laughs> uh, like what are your kind of non-negotiables in terms of your anti-aging. Do you want to know about what I do and do you want me to talk about my non-negotiables of what other people should do or both? Tell me what you do first. Okay, well, what, what I do, again, like, I am not 100% perfect. Mm. I will do nothing some days. Mm. I'll be really lazy. Mm. But, again, I'm living, like, an 80-20 rule. So if I'm good 80% of the week, then you can give yourself that break. Mm. But I always have morning sunlight exposure and connecting with, the earth so mm. as soon as i wake up to the, and i get all my clients to do it as soon well as as soon as you can as you wake up with the sunlight out i go stand barefoot in the grass with my eyes closed and the sunlight hitting my eyelids for about five minutes so what that does is it actually helps you create a hormone in your eyelids that regulates your circadian rhythm for that day so you'll tell your body 12 hours from now we're going to make melatonin mm. it'll help make serotonin a happy hormone um and then everything else kind of follows suit you'll feel energized and plus you've been you've been in bed all night you haven't been connected to the earth you know we got we got to balance those positive negative ions you know we become two positive ions we need more negative which come come from the earth mm. so i go do that first I do um, like a bit of a little bit. I'm like not yo. I'm not really like a yogury person, but I do a bit of stretching and I do foam rolling. Mm. I think foam rolling is really underrated, and I think it's really really important. There's a couple ones that I do where I just lay on it on my back so that my chest expands because I'm at a computer all day, like hunched over, and my posture isn't the best, and that just opens everything up. We so you've got to, like, down, vertical, down. No, a horizontal, horizontal and then just, and what I do is I'll move it kind of down the back, roll up and down, and it, 
because we have this organ in our body called the fascia, which is another organ, but it's like um, it's like a weird, sh- like thin sheath between our skin and our muscle, basically. You know when you like cut chicken breast up and it's got that weird membrane? Yeah, yeah that's a fascia. Okay. Yeah, so that, we forget about that. Mm. So it comes tight and knotted up and most joint issues or like, muscle issues are from the fascia so you really need to stretch it out and release it you get a lot of crap build up underneath it so yeah it's really important to do that so i do a nice i like literally five minutes Mm. you know like anyone can do that five minutes of rock foam rolling and a little you know the stretches that i don't move my body like side to side and things like that i have i'll have a herbal tea first with licorice in it just give me a little my adrenals a little boost because licorice is really good for that um, I have two cups of English breakfast tea with full cream milk <laughs> nice. um, with like four scoops of stevia because I love sweet tea and <laughs> that's non-negotiable. I don't drink a lot of dairy. There are issues with dairy and aging, but that's just, that's how I live my life. Um, I take my supplements, um, which are liquid herbs. I do magnesium. I do a vitamin C. We, in this like really stressful world we live in, we have a high need for vitamin C. We store it in our adrenal glands. Mm-hmm. Um, it's water soluble, so when you have it, if you don't need it, then there, then there, you will pee most of it out. So you want to like top up your levels. Mm. Um, I also do an activated B vitamin because mm. we can't get enough B vitamins. Um, and the magnesium is really important. That it has three hundred functions in the body. Uh, it helps you just focus, calm, nourish your nervous system for the day. Eighty um, percent of the population are deficient in that. Mm. So yeah, those are the. The things that I do, and I also always have a high-protein, low-carb brekkie, regardless of what kind of diet I follow because I kind of cycle through different diets, um, you don't want to peak your insulin in the morning, mm. okay? So if you have too much glucose, and too much sugar, mm. you get a high surge of glucose in the blood, you get a huge amount of insulin that pulls that glucose out. Insulin is a fat-storing hormone, so it'll store fat, mm. but it also is very inflammatory. Um, so as far as aging goes... Um, you want to keep it low and slow. That high insulin will also freak out your cortisol levels. Mm. So. Yeah, we also don't want this no. going on with the insulin yeah. every day. Exactly. Yeah. So by having that high high protein, low carb brekkie, everything kind of stays stable. You know, like people get that like afternoon energy drop. Mm. Well, if you're having a high protein, low carb brekkie, you're not going to get that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I do. Mm. Basically, I will weight train a few times a week. I do a bit of cardio, like on the spin. I hate cardio. I think it's boring, but I like spin class because it's loud and it's fun. Um, We also like intensity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like intensity. I like sweat and burn and hurt. Um, (laughs) What else do I do? That's really, so, yeah. So that's basically your morning. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Day yeah. in, day out. Pretty much, the, pretty the much, yep. Yeah. And then there might be like two days a week where I don't, you know, like I'll, I'll have days off myself, so my herbs, I think mm. it's good to have a little break. Mm. Yeah, um, plenty of water in the morning. I do, oh, no, I do have like um, like apple cider vinegar, you know, it's like an old wives' tale, the classic apple cider vinegar, lemon mm. juice mm. with a bit of grated ginger. Oh, yeah. So what that does is the apple cider vinegar and the lemon will stimulate your digestive juices and your liver function, so everything gets moving for the day. You're going to absorb your nutrients better. The ginger is a circulatory stimulant, so... Stimulating blood flow around the air, the body, which then carries more nutrients around the body to nourish. So it's just like a simple, simple thing. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah, there's another good one. Um, I like to get the circulation going in the morning. It's like liter of water, um, juice of a lemon, and um, like 
I don't know, half a teaspoon worth of um, cayenne mm-hmm. yeah. with a bit of maple as well because otherwise yeah. it's quite um, bitter. Yeah. And that thing is like, it can be like having a coffee. You just like... <laughs> yeah, it you up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't done that, yeah. But yeah, I like that. That's a good morning routine. Yeah. I love the going out and grounding as well. Like you said, it's uh, you've been in bed all, all night. Yeah. Like we're not yeah. sleeping on the dirt. Exactly. And like having that holistic view, you know, and it's all... Like, it needs to be easy. If it's not simple and if you can't, like, easily incorporate it, people don't stick to it. Mm. And, like, for longevity and your aging, you need to make habits that you do every day. Yeah. But for me, like, I've just, like, accepted. It's like weight training. So, I, you know, like, some days I'm just not in the mood to go to the gym or whatever, but it's, like, for healthy aging and longevity, you you have to drink water, you have to breathe, you have to build and maintain muscle. You just like it's an, there's no there's no way around it. So mm. you just have to accept it. <laughs> Once you accept it, you're like my well, my life now. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And building those things in. Um once you get it into a routine, especially with exercise, I think the hardest thing is the momentum getting going. And yeah. then once you've got that momentum going, you're used to go exercising three or more times a week, then it's easy. And then yes. you, very quickly, you'll have a day where you're like, I don't want to go, but you just go anyway yeah. because you know you have to yeah. do it. Yeah, you know what I exactly. Mean? Yeah, and it's addictive. You start, you know, like you get, it's great for, ins- like weight training is great for insulin resistance and lowering your insulin. It's really good for stress. It gives you a nice rush of endorphins. So um, boost your mood and further boost your motivation. Yeah, and mm. you, get, you get more energy, you know, like you actually get more energy from, from weight training. But it doesn't have to be like heavy weights, you know, like p- yoga is good, Pilates is good. Or like light weight training. Like mm. I'm not like a heavy weight lifter or anything. Yeah, you're not deadlifting yeah. like 150 kilos. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean you don't need to. No, no, I'm about I'm about 40 kilos. <laughs> <Yeah>. Great. <laughs> I mean, I love doing body weight stuff. Yeah. Because again, if you've got nothing else, like if you're in the middle of nowhere or you're in a small town or whatever, you can still do that. Exactly. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like squatting, lunging, push up, sit ups. There you go. There's a f- yeah. basically a full body workout. That's right. Yeah. You're do fifty all your bases. once yeah. and you'll be good. Yeah. Exactly. That's what you <laughs> have to do. Or do fifty burpees or something. You know. Yeah. Um, like we don't have to be supermodels. Mm. You know what I mean? Like people are so like caught up on like having to be perfect. You don't have to have the perfect body. Mm. You know, like you need to be at a healthy weight, I think, for sure. But you don't have to be like ripped. Yeah. But you, you know, as long as you're, tr- you know, you're exercising and you're eating body calories, and that's what you need to do. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. So if someone's coming to you and they have been smashing the gram and they're so stressed and they're not sleeping well, yeah. What's the sort of process you go through? What What are you typically recommending? So for the for my high stress people, we mm. do a couple things. Definitely morning sunlight exposure always. Mm. I have them have protein every three hours. Now it doesn't have to be a lot of protein. You don't. We re, there's a myth of like needing to have a lot of protein. We mm. really don't need a lot. Mm. You need about zero point five to zero point eight grams per kilogram to maintain. Yeah, which isn't a lot. Mm. So for me, it'd be like sixty five grams of protein but they they have a small amount of protein every three hours it does two things it works directly on the adrenal glands so nourishing the adrenal glands and keeping the our cortisol really stable but it also helps keep the blood sugar stable Mm. then therefore your insulin stable so what i call something being low and slow Mm. um and the difference that just that makes for people is astonishing Mm. um so it'll be like you'll have your brachy 
maybe like maybe some protein, uh, some like fried eggs or some kind of protein with some wholemeal bread and some avocado or something, um, depending if there's weight loss involved or not. Mm-hmm. Then they'll have like a mid-morning snack, which would be like a handful of nuts mm. or a boiled egg, mm. you know, or a cheese stick. Again, like I, look, you know, there's levels of health, but it's like getting you better to where you were before. Mm. So, for, yes, definitely like maybe a cheese stick isn't the most ideal thing for some people, but if you're getting some protein in and it's balancing your hormones, then, yeah, get that in, you know. A chia pudder is great. I would get everyone on the chia puds with um, hemp seeds. Yeah. Most nutritious food on the planet. Mm. If you have chia seeds with hemp seeds, like I do it with water, uh, stevia, some frozen berries, mm. it's just, you know, like that is literally mm. the most nourishing food. Mm. Yeah. So just that, I get them definitely like blue light, I get them to avoid in the evening. Um, but it was more like with salt lamps and things because I hadn't had access to those light bulbs. Mm. Um Lots of vitamin C, like three serves of vitamin C every day. So we will do that. I get them to do, again, like, I know there's, like, lots of naturopaths and things out there that prescribe lots of subs. You know, like, I've had clients come to me where they've they've left another naturopath's office with $500 of their products. Like, that's not okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, Like, personally, I'm a supplement junkie and I'll Mm. spend a lot on myself, Mm. but I think you need to, we can't be relying on that stuff, so you Mm. need to do it through food. So, Mm. like, vitamin C, well, put lemon juice in your water, Mm. drink that throughout the day, put lemon juice on all your your savoury meals, have some berries. Mm. You know, there's, like, a couple of serves. And then also... The vitamin C, if you're having like lemon juice on your meal, that's going to enhance the absorption of iron mm. and quite a few minerals. Mm. We need vitamin C to absorb iron or you mm. won't absorb it. Mm. Yeah. It's like, the, it's like the, the precursor or something. Yeah. Is the iron like attached to the vitamin yeah, C? Yeah, it carry, carries it in. Mm. Um, and then also I do get, you know, like getting outside for an Like for some of my clients, like work full time, have kids, most of mine are women. Mm. Like to get them to have an hour of doing nothing is really hard. Mm. So, like, it's like a rule, like, you have to have an hour, like, one hour, which I think is bonkers, mm. that they only get one hour a week of nothing, nothing time, like, kids, mm. piss off. Yeah. Don't mind if I can swear. Husband, <laughs> take the kids, lock the door, you know, get some Netflix on if that's what you do. Like, and yeah. some, it's really sad though, some women, like, I don't even know what, what to do. Mm. You know, mm. go sit on the beach and drink a cup of tea or yeah. get a massage. Yeah. One of my clients comes on a Saturday, so she goes gets her massage after seeing me because that's the only time she has, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just about really self-care and, like, showing for stress. Mm. Burnout is, like, showing yourself some love and that you deserve it, yeah. 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 Epsom salt baths are really good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's so, so important. Uh, even, even for blokes, I mean. Yeah. Uh, like, we're all working hard, right? Yeah, we all, yeah. We all want to bring home the bacon. Yeah. <laughs> we all uh, want to do well. And, and you've got the pressure. You, yeah, men have that pressure of providing. And yeah. Know, and, and also there's that stigma around you talking about your feelings. Yeah. You know, like, so you got to bottle it up, pretend everything's okay. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then you you realise, um, I've experienced this in my own life, like, I haven't actually done anything for myself in the last, like, week and a half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no wonder I, like, feel like I can't, add value to anyone else yeah. or help other people. Exactly, yeah. So you haven't filled your own cup up like the exactly. same goes. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and that, that's why I'm I'm also really big on like you said, like go out in the morning, even if it's just ten minutes, yeah. stand on the grass, get some sun, drink yeah. some tea, whatever it is, that is your time. Hundred percent. You know? Yeah, yeah. And if nothing else, at least you got ten minutes that yeah. day for you. Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of time you may not get any time for exactly. yourself the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. It's funny when I when I say it's like homework and they have to do it, like when like if they get rid of that guilt, you know, like mm. you have this you have to. Yeah. You have to watch Downton Abbey for an hour each week. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Downton Abbey is actually a really good stress relief one because it's very quiet, slow and boring. So it doesn't get the stress hormones rattled up too much. <laughs> yeah, maybe don't watch like Breaking Bad. No, God, no. Yeah, exactly. Nothing stressful like that. Yeah. And so, yeah, also touching on the, the naturopath thing with the $500 worth of subs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that stuff then gets in the way of people doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my sister's dealing with Lyme disease and mm. hopefully she doesn't mind me talking about this, but mm. she um, she sees a really good kinesiologist, but every time she sees her, she walks out of there with like six, $700 worth of mm. stuff. Yeah. And then now that's a barrier to her going back there. Yeah, because it's so expensive. Exactly. Yeah. So then you yeah. just end up not doing anything yeah. again and yeah. you're back to totally. square one. Yeah. Mm. Like, for most of my clients that I see, I will obviously prescribe something mm. because there's something in their diet they're not getting enough of and they need it. You know, if you're in a high-stress state, you have a high need for, mm. for supplement, uh, for some nutrients. But there's, like, a fine line, you know, like... Yeah. And it gives other natural or other health providers a bad name. Like, then mm. you, you know, scammers and things like that. Like, mm. we're not here to do that. We can yeah. help people mm. um, and, and prescribe within the scope of practice too, yeah. Yeah, and I think everything, like, if we want to focus on longevity, we want to focus on living mm-hmm. a long time, the stuff that we're doing, we need to be able to do every day. Exactly. And, you know, you might come a point, maybe you don't have the money or maybe yep. you're in a different country and you can't access all of this array of herbs and tinctures and yes. tonics and things. It's like, well, what do you do then? Yeah. You know, you still need to be able to do things and act on your knowledge when you're not at home or yep. when you're somewhere totally. else. Um, which, again, is another barrier if you have to spend all of this money on, exactly. on subs and things. So, like, definitely lifestyle, diet, of course, like lower carb, I think, like not limited gluten. 80% of the population have a, a immune reaction to gluten, so really most people shouldn't should be avoiding gluten. But if you want to get next level with any aging longevity, then you need supplements. Mm. So mm. I do, like, N-acetylcysteine, which is really cheap. Mm-hmm. And what is that? So N-acetylcysteine is an amino acid. It's a precursor to glutathione, which is like our mother antioxidant, which is created in the liver. Um, you can get a glutathione supplement, but it's very poorly absorbed and utilised in the body. So it's better. Our bodies are really lazy. So you never want to give it the actual thing that it needs. You want to give it a precursor. So mm-hmm. it has to do it itself. So by giving your body N-acetylcysteine, it does that. But so it's a potent, potent antioxidant, supports liver detoxification function. Um, it helps with NRF2 pathway, which is like an enzyme in the cell that acts as a defense mechanism. So keeping your cells healthy and strong. Mm. It's really good for gut health, immune health, mental health. It just does everything. It's quite safe. Um, in Australia, I think you have to have it like prescribed by a naturopath. Mm. Um, but obviously, overseas you probably don't. But I would, I would just be like, if you if you really want to take your mm. anti aging to the next level, that the broccoli sprouts, you can mm-hmm. eat those for sure. Um, but you definitely want to get if you're going to get a supplement. There's like a very few actually have 
the activated my I can't pronounce it my rosinase mm. in it that mm. actually does the good things. So a lot of them, you know, there's a lot of companies out there real dodgy with this yeah. supplement. So what's the stuff with broccoli as well? When you cut it, it um, forms on it. There's another really powerful thing on there. I can't remember. Anyway, Rhonda Patrick always talks about yeah, it. like sulforaphane. Sulforaphane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so my rosinase is like a like the step to get to that basically. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, for lack of better description yeah so do you consider those things um to be like a biohack in a sense yes yeah 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 because you're really like working at a cellular cellular level but if you want to do any aging then you need to first address any nutritional deficiencies Mm -hmm. so like i would do like a course of high dose magnesium a really good quality b vitamin making sure you're getting enough vitamin d Mm -hmm first topping up your levels and then monitoring them and then going to these these like nutraceuticals as we call them that mm. really you know work on a cellular level for yeah sure. so you'd yeah. say if someone wanted to focus on anti-aging first of all get some tests and find out where your levels are at yes. for a whole bunch of things yes definitely. and then work on those 100%. get them into the optimal level yeah and then you're in a position and you've got the foundation to then do some extra to add stuff the extra on stuff yeah yeah that way you're saving money yeah. you're not otherwise you take you know like if you're trying to do too much at once you're taking too many things mm-hmm. uh, you're not going to do it yeah. yeah so hormone testing i mean the issue like in australia there's very limited testing they'll do with medicare to cover you know it's free yeah so you would go get like a full blood count you'd get your liver enzymes you'd get cholesterol LDL, hdl triglycerides you do b12 folate you mm-hmm. do iron ferritin and transferrin they're the basics mm-hmm. that you can get from the doctor yeah. um but then like i do testing in my clinic I do one called the Dutch test, which is like a dried urine analysis. It's the best test that you can get for looking at every hormone in your body. So we're talking all of your adrenal hormones, your whole HPA axis, so it's your adrenal hormones, your pituitary and your thyroid, um, your testosterone, your DHEA, mm-hmm. your sex hormone binding globulin, so really important for men's health. Mm-hmm. Then you've got like progesterone, estrogen, and all those kind of metabolites as well. So Does that um, test account for... Because everyone's hormones are in a different balance depending on what time of the day, all that sort of stuff. How does that kind of work yes. around that? Uh, well, so it's different for men to women, but women test um, 19 days after the first day of the period. They do it over a couple of days. So yeah. you're doing it at different times of the day mm-hmm. over a few days. Mm-hmm. So you're getting a picture of what your cortisol is like at first thing in the morning and then the next time yeah. and then blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's, it's probably the most accurate one. I think it's about... I do it for an external company, it's about $350, but it gives you a good base for where your hormones are at. Mm. Hormones, obviously, we want good hormones for healthy aging, mm. yeah? And good balance. And good hormones. balance in hormones. Yeah. And, you know, you're looking at if you have poor liver function, then your hormones are going to be out of whack, yeah? Mm. Mm. Yeah. So then we've got the test done where we've uh, done a whole bunch of things. We're at the optimal levels. Yeah. Then... Um, you're talking about the broccoli sprouts. Yes. You're talking about that. Um, the analcetylcysteine. Yeah. Yes. And right. then I would do like some, I would just always, again, if you're at, at biohacking level mm. and you want to spend some money. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got it. <laughs> you got it. You got to spend yeah. the money, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's no getting around that if you're, yeah. at, if you're at that level. Yeah. Definitely, like, obviously, I love liquid herbs, turmeric, mm. green tea supplements are really good. So is that like a... Um, is that, how do they do that? Do they? Well, they extract the green tea, the, the um, how do I call them, 
catechins. Yeah. Okay. So the catechins, catechins, you want about like 600 milligrams of the, I can't pronounce it's like ECGC or something. Mm. Anyway, so about 600 milligrams of those a day for any aging benefit. Mm -hmm. That would be about 30 cups of green tea. Okay. So you want to take, if I mean, and this is from my research, like while I did my degree, I studied um, through the Australasian Academy of Anti-Aging Medicine. So from the, the biggest, best research that they found for anti-aging supplements, mm -hmm. that would be one, milk thistles, fabulous. We want lots of antioxidants, yeah? Um, alpha lipoic acid is really important, particularly for men's healthy aging, mm -hmm. particularly for prostate health and that mm -hmm. kind of male hormone side as mm -hmm. well. Um, Fish oil is a really big one. Mm. Most of us are deficient in omegas, obviously, because we don't eat a lot of fish. Mm. Um, it takes years of supplementation to build up to a beneficial level. Mm. So, you know, you, you would want to start taking fish oil pretty quickly. Is fish oil like something where you need a precursor to, to um, get it working for you? Not necessarily, no, but most of the fish oils you buy on the market are terrible and they'll do more harm than good because it's a processing of the actual fish oil. Mm. Most of them oxidize before they even end up in a capsule mm. uh, and it will cause more damage. So you will only ever, I only recommend one brand called Nordic Naturals. Mm -hmm. You can get it from a health food shop. Mm. This is the way that they process it mm. directly from the boat in Norway. Mm. Um, for vegans, there is a phytoplankton one. Um, I have to come back to you though on the name of it because I can't remember to get those omegas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is a stupid question. Is there a way to test if you're deficient? In oh yeah. Omegas. Yeah. 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 I do what is testing. that test? That's going to test all your omegas. It'll yeah. test the balance too because we have omega three. There's omega three from vegetable sources, but it's not EPA and DHA, and they're the ones that we use in our brain. Mm -hmm. um, and then you've got omega six and omega nine. Mm -hmm. So we need all of them. But we need them in a certain balance. So, yeah, there's a blood test you can get that can measure mm. all of those and tell you what your levels are at. Can you get that from your doctor? Um, Probably not. Maybe an integrative doctor? Yeah. Not for free? Mm. No. Mm. But you can, like, I, I do it from my clinic. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like, I mean, the good thing about if you go to, like, a, like a, a degree quali nat nat qualified naturopath is we have access to, like, the testing that I can do is pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. And it's fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, what other biohacking things are you doing then? What am I doing? Well, I'm doing the sauna now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The sauna. Um, I mean, but like when you read the research, and I really, I've actually been enjoying like reading the research while I'm using the sauna. Mm. Like it's just, it's like the lazy person's anti-aging hack, I yeah. think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you totally. literally get to sit in your ass yeah. and scroll on your phone if you want to. <laughs> the uh, desk scroll. Yeah, the desk scroll yeah. and um, have all these benefits. What else do I do? Um, weight training is a huge thing for me. I really like the ketogenic diet mm. um, as far as the research for anti-aging benefits for that and cancer prevention. Mm. It's pretty cool, the stuff they're doing now with that research. Um, but it's not always realistic for most people mm. to do it. But most of mine is... Exercise three times a week, weight training non-negotiable, mm -hmm. cardio twice a week, sometimes three, mm -hmm. um, all my supplements, which is my liquid herbal medicine. I've got an anti-aging mix that looks after my circulation, my liver function, my inflammation, my brain function, basically. Mm -hmm. And then I've got an adrenal mix that just keeps my stress chill and my hormones regulated. I run my own business, so I have to, you know, mm -hmm. we're always going to be in a constant state of stress. Mm -hmm. So do that i take n-acetylcysteine i take vitamin c i take magnesium 
I do fish oil, um, I do alpha lipoic acid, and then broccoli sprouts, and then I kind of cycle in and out of all sorts of stuff, mm. depending on... Test things. And yeah, that, playing yeah. with it, and yeah, yeah. yeah, you forget to take... You're like, oh, I was taking that for a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like exercise, physical exercise. When you look at anyone that ages well, mm. that looks great at 80 or 90, mm. it's because they've stayed physically active. Mm. They haven't lost that muscle. You will lose some muscle, muscle mm. as you age, mm. but maintaining that muscle will regulate your hormones and keep your human growth hormone high. Mm. So human growth hormone is like like a youth-promoting hormone and it starts to decrease after the age of 30. Mm. Yeah. So mm. we want to, you can get injections for it, but again, your body's really lazy. So once you stop using it, yeah. you won't make it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I saw a study once about um, like fasting for over 12 hours and then yeah. doing high-intensity interval training, it just like sends a rush of human growth hormones. Yeah, yeah, 24-hour fasting in men. See, the problem is a lot of these studies are done on men mm. because women with our hormone fluctuations, it's so hard to get like a baseline because mm. we're all over the place. Mm. But with men, so you would hope to assume with women too, 24 hours increase like human growth hormone by like 600%, mm. you know. Mm. So if you did that once a week, you get a nice big surge. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I actually take my hat off to people who can do a full 24 hour fast once a week. Um, I will get there, but I am not there yet. <laughs> I can only do it when I'm ketogenic. Yeah. And when I'm ketogenic, it is easy. Yeah. Because you're not hungry. Yes. Because you're basically eating your own fat. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, that's what happens after you fast, um, like in an extended fast greater than three days. Um, there's this cool graph showing like when people, um, release their leptin and ghrelin hormones, um, throughout a fast. Yeah. And, Within three days, it, it pretty much like just goes down, 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 and then it's like you're just it's not gone. feeling hungry, yeah, because you're in a static ketosis, yeah, then as well. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're just eating fats. And yeah, like people always ask me, like, oh, like, aren't you hungry? It's like, well, I think I'm hungry yeah. on the first day or so because it gets to a point where it's like, oh, well, normally I'd be eating yeah. now. You know? Yeah, it's like a mental thing. Yeah, totally, yeah. exactly. Or something stressful is happening at work, and I'm like searching for a mango. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so totally. Yeah, it, yeah. But you realize when you're fasting how much you just eat when you're not hungry. Yeah. Because you can go three, seven, twenty-one days, forty days water fasting, and mm. like people don't experience hunger. And then when they come out of the fast and they realize what hunger actually feels like. Yeah. For the first yeah. time in their life sometimes. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's actually, I'm actually not hungry as often as I thought I was. I really want to do one. But I'm scared. But I, need, I, I would need to go to a place where there was no food. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I was physically restrained on day three. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd be like, get out of my leg. <laughs> Don't touch me. Yeah, like coming. when you said you went to that Harry Krishna one, I'd be like, they, were, they usually have like a buffet. They do, yeah, 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 like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's an interesting one. That, I mean, it's, um, you know, I, th I think if we get all spiritual about it, whenever you do something that is more um, intense like that, it's like how committed are you? Um, the more committed you are the easier the universe will make it for you. And so when you're doing like a fast, it's like, yeah, go somewhere that isn't your normal setting. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, um, yeah. Like go to a retreat or go just get an Airbnb somewhere. Yeah. Don't buy any food for the place, yeah, you yeah, know, and yeah. just have some filtered water there. And then even if you're just staying in that one environment for those two, three days resting, um, you're not going to be tempted to go and open the fridge and pull out some chia pudding you made yesterday yeah, because exactly. it's just not there. Yeah, you don't have that option. scrap of food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, because yeah. you'll be searching yeah. for it. <laughs> I, I'm bad at it because I work from home now. Like, if it's, like, procrastinating, 
be like, oh, do some work, nah, make the snack. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. eat the snack. Yeah. There's no snacks here. Luckily, I don't, I've stopped bringing food to the house unless it's for dinner. Like, <laughs> I just sort of eat. Yeah. Yeah. I always find I'm like, um, I'll be at work. I mean, I'm, I'm snacking on healthy stuff. Yeah. Like it's yeah. mangoes or the most complex food I've been eating during the day recently has just been uh, a simple salad. So yeah. it's like um, lettuce, tomato, capsicum, avo. That's it. Yeah. If I'm snacking, it's it's on a mango or it's on a peach or it's on a yeah. papaya or it's on yeah. watermelon. But nonetheless, I'll be like, some problem will come up and it's, I'm trying to think of a solution and then, and then I'm searching for the food. Yeah, like, yeah. where's that watermelon? I'm yeah, going to eat yeah, that whilst totally, I'm thinking yeah. Totally not hungry, but totally like, yeah, procrastinating, yeah, yeah ruminating, which are things um, that aren't great to do when eating, but um, yeah, totally. it happens. Yeah. So what's the, um, what's the craziest thing you've done then in the pursuit of health? Because you just rattled off a whole bunch of things and I'm like, you're doing a lot. Yeah. I feel so, like you would have had some interesting experience. yeah like when you asked that I was like I don't think I have done anything too crazy but they're like well it's not crazy for me but I really like intravenous nutrient therapy mm. so where you you know you're hooked up to an IV mm. and they pump you full of um I get one with like zinc B vitamins magnesium glutathione um is that all in one mm-hmm. cool yeah um and it's really cool because it goes st- it bypasses your your gut mm. so you absorb it straight away and it goes mm. straight into the cells so mm. you have the most amazing sleep and then the next day you wake up that feeling really good the issue is it's expensive mm. you know like you know i do well if i was heaps wealthy i'd be getting one like twice a month mm. but you know it's like 200 bucks yeah yeah so yeah. i like that do you get a b12 injection i don't because i don't like the type of b12 they use mm. so they use a um cyano I can't ever pronounce it. Anyways. Sino something. Sino cablamamine or something. Mm. Pronunciation isn't my forte. <laughs> Anyways, it's not an activated form of B12. So you need, like, you need, your body needs to do a whole bunch of processes to be able to use it. A lot of people don't even have that ability. They have something called MTHFR. Oh, yeah. Yep, so that genetic SNP that stops you from being able to utilize B12 or folate. So I prefer a, like a, I get a sub, uh, not, it's not a sublingual spray, but you spray it inside your cheeks, right? Um, and it has almost the same bioavailability as an injection, mm. very close, like, mm. I mean, like, mi- minimal percentage difference, um, but it's activated. Mm. Yeah, so I would never get, never get B12. That's a good tip, actually, because, um, like, the mouth and the gums are, like, straight into the bloodstream. Yes, exactly, yeah. Well. So the buccal, it is. So subbuccal spray, mm. um, more than the tongue. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think that brand that I get is Medlab. Yeah. So I'll, I cycle through the B12 because my mum, she, she, a few years ago, she went got paralysed on her right side. Thought she was having a stroke. Mm. Turns out she was severely B12 deficient. Mm. You store your B12 in your liver. Mm. It takes about four or five years to become deficient. So over, you know, you and if you're not... You have something in your in your gut called the intrinsic factor that allows you to absorb that B12. So if you don't have that, mm. or you have MTHFR, mm-hmm. you're not you're slowly going to deplete that. Mm. And it's like some of the damage is irre- irreversible. Mm. So she gets really tired. She'll get really weak, like dragging a leg. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. um, it damages like the myelin sheath on the end of your nerves, things like that. Mm. That's a really important one you should test for. Mm. But when they test, usually the doctor will only test B12. You want to you want to test for active B12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you ask for that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If you ask for active B12 and B12, 
Um, you can test. It, that's a really important one. If you're drinking a lot of alcohol, if mm. you're vegan, you mm. need to be on a B12, activated mm. B12 supplement mm. for sure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting that you said it can take four or five years to um, to become an issue. Yeah. Um, I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast the other day. Um, he had, I can't remember the guy's name, but they were talking about the Game Changers documentary mm. and he was talking about the vegan um, honeymoon, <laughs> which is where um, people go from eating crap to yeah. eating a vegan diet and for a period of months they feel great. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because they've just made a positive change in their diet, um, but then things start to go wrong. Yeah, <laughs> After time, if they don't know what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, exactly. I did, me and my husband did... Um, Vegan for two years, probably like seven years ago. After, mm. I don't know if you ever saw that doco, Earthlings. No, yeah. but I've heard about it. So I actually haven't seen it because I'm like, yeah, like I'm like animals over humans. So mm. like Peter told me, and I just like had a meltdown. Yeah. So we went vegan for two years. It is there's definitely benefits for it, mm. but personally, from my experience of all the research I've done, I think we need a small amount of meat. Mm. So when you look at the healthiest diet on the planet, it's a Mediterranean diet. It's like meat twice a week. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So for me, being vegan, I felt amazing, but it was freaking hard work, man. Yeah. It was expensive to do it properly, mm. to get all your nutrients mm. and stuff. Um, and we did have that vegan honeymoon period, and then mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm um, vegan, yeah. and nothing against vegans. No, but. I, I'm certainly not an advocate for people who just like do it overnight. Yeah. Because that's when stuff can go wrong. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and you see, especially younger people, they see a couple of documentaries and then they're like, right, I'm never eating meat again. Yeah. Yeah. And they make this sudden change and they're not educated and they yeah. haven't figured out how to feed themselves exactly. properly and the other things yeah. that they should do. Yeah. And then a year or two years later, they're like, nah, didn't work for me, felt like crap. Yeah. Um, and then. Yeah, yeah, that was just totally. kind of a waste yeah. of time. <laughs> I mean, I get, and I like, because I'm all for animal, you know, I get that part of it for sure, mm. you know. But whatever, like, it, there is no one diet that fits all people. Yeah. Literally. So some people will th absolutely thrive on vegan. Some people, and bizarrely, like, you know, the big carnival thing, which mm. I don't understand even, and I do keto. Yeah, that's weird. You know, like, but people apparently thrive on it again. You're like... Whatever works for you, mm. you know, mm. um, people get really religious about their diets. <laughs> yeah, so it, it is like a religion. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, there's a, uh, I heard someone say recently, um, you know, we're going to be landing on Mars soon and we still don't know what to feed them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, like why don't we know that? Yeah. Um, but it's so complex. Yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense. I think in terms of carnivore, um, yeah. <laughs> The yeah. jury's out on that one. Well, baby. I just don't understand. Like, we have a microbiome that needs fiber, mm. insoluble, insoluble fiber to survive. Um, what are you feeding your microbiome if oh. you're not eating any fiber? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, someone um, like Lauren Lockman would say that honeymoon period happens because the body has to, I mean, everything's a symptom, right? Where, like, people with the carnival diet say, oh, my, my chronic inflammation's gone. Right. Yeah. Inflammation is a symptom, right? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so you start eating a, a diet that is not optimal. Yeah. Sure, I think it's safe to say um, what that's probably not. And then so your body goes, uh, this is pretty bad. So I'm going to have to stop giving you these other symptoms while I try and sort this yeah. shit out. Yeah. So the symptoms go away. Yeah, totally. And then down the track, worse symptoms arise yeah. because there's, there's bad stuff going on. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking about all this meat, like, in the colon, just, like, there. Yeah, yeah, like, even the keto diet. Like, some people that, the way I do keto, like, I would eat, I lost 15 kilos on keto, mm. could not lose any weight, and I was the healthiest person you'd ever meet in your mm. life, like, grains and green smoothies and all the yeah. things, but set my insulin through the roof. Yeah. I have a gene that doesn't allow me to process carbs properly, so mm. I have to be low-carb. To be healthy. How did you find that out? You can test for that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a gene test through Fit Genes. Yeah. CalSmart um, test, and that'll tell you how you process things. I do a bit of nutrigenomic testing in my clinic, so we will look at how you process and metabolize certain nutrients. Mm. Um, you know, like my husband has one where he can't synthesize vitamin D, mm. so he has to take. Do you know what I mean? It's a challenge. Yeah. yeah. And another one where if you supplement vitamin E, it's going to be toxic if it's a certain type. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's quite interesting. You can really, I mean, that's when you want to go next, next level with your anti-aging is completely scanning all your genes and figuring out exactly yeah. what your body needs. Because mm. you don't really know unless mm. you look at your genes, you mm. know, especially like the MTHFR yeah. and those kind of genes as mm. well. Yeah. I mean, you can turn some of those genes on and off as well, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, on the sort of lifestyle that you're living. Yeah, how much stress? Low stress. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Low exactly. stress, meditation, mindfulness. Mm. I'm not good at meditation, mm. um, so my mindfulness is walking. Yeah. So it's active mindfulness. You know. Do you know what I think it is? I think it's just silence. Yes. Yeah. Um, like, whenever I'm having dinner with. My parents, I mean, we're, we're an Italian household, so it's freaking loud. <laughs> it's energetic, you yeah. know, and everything's happening at once. And sometimes I'm like, you know, I've been working all day, noise, constant stimulation. Like, I just need some silence. Uh, and I think we don't get enough silence. I think any form of silence for people who don't meditate acts, it, it gives you a... It 100%. Gives you a bit of that. Yeah. And you look at a game like thousands of years ago.